Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How Did We Get Here, the only audio you got road trip uh-huh, podcast with no breaks. I got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. We, we, mm-hmm. It sort of went off the rails there for a second, but we steadied ourselves. Like the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're here, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome. We have fun uh, here. Yeah. It's always a good time. I'm Zach. That's Jacob. Say hi, True. Jacob. Yeah, correct. Mm. Hello. There he is. So today, uh, I am thrilled to be talking about this topic. It's something that, uh, like I think we've talked about before. I want to put some context out there. Yeah. Uh, Whenever we conceptualize this podcast, not even hard agreed on what it was, what it's going to be. Like August 2020. Like a long time ago. was like a fleeting idea between us. Zach was like, I have a topic I want to talk about. So... (laughs) I just want everyone to know this is not as thrown together or as recent as all the other previous topics. They're fun, sure, but there is passion behind this one. This is one that I still, on a regular basis, think about very regularly. There are some things that when you see them, when you experience them, when you perceive Mm -hmm. them, they burn into your memory, and this is one of them. So today, we are talking about the God-defying audacity of the macho man himself, Randy Savage, former WWF world heavyweight champion. Yes. Uh, so when when Jacob and I were talking about this podcast a long time ago, uh, we had a couple ideas. A lot of them came into, you know, with the earlier episodes. Obviously, uh, the eugenics in Mickey Mouse was on, was probably the first That thing. was my Randy Savage. I just that was your say. Randy Savage. That yeah, was my Randy really Savage. We really connected on that one. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you've gotten it, but a lot of people have been tweeting at us with pictures of Donald Duck feeding ducks. Yeah, I've seen it. Yep. Thank you to everybody doing that. I have a lot yep. of thoughts. I'm. T- mm-hmm. It's the clothes. I'm telling you. It's the clothes. They provide sentience. Yep. Clothes give uh, magical powers and human-like intelligence, but that's not what we're talking about today. So I, I have a story to tell to start this off, um, if you will oblige me very quickly. Of course. I was on a road trip a few years ago. I forget where I was going. I think I was driving down to Florida for some reason or another, probably to visit Orlando. I don't know. But I stopped by a gas station somewhere in South Carolina. And uh, I go into, it was like a Sheets or like a Circle K. I don't know, something like that. And I'm there and I'm going to the back for drinks because I'm driving. So I'm trying to find an energy drink. And I see it. On top of this shelf. What was it, Zach? And it is let me know. I'll tell you what it was. It has to do with the topic of today, if you didn't, if you didn't put it together. So there was this model bust of the macho man Randy Savage with at least a dozen Slim Jims sticking out of his head. Like, <laughs> like rigid, matted, matted hair, right? And in case you don't know what this is, Randy Savage was a professional wrestler back in the 80s, super popular, probably number two right behind Hulk Hogan. Dude has a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. But Zoomers, not even Zoomers really, millennials know him more as the Slim Jim guy, the guy that says snap into a Slim Jim with the, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Or the uh, guy from Skyrim Mods. Or that guy, yep. Skyrim mm-hmm. Mods, uh, Bone Crusher from Spider-Man. He had a short role in that. What? Um, Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. I, I from the Sam Raimi Spider Man, uh, the the first one. The was it Bone? Oh, it's Bone Saw. Yeah, you have three minutes with Bone Saw. That was him. Wow. You didn't That's know insane. that? No, I didn't. That's I think insane. All those Spider Man movies are a little hazy in my mind. And this is a topic on any other episode. I would jump ship and go <laughs> headstrong in that. But I'm not taking the floor from you on this one. God bless you. For, I was going to say, I would love to get back to it, but <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, love to get it. back to it a second. We'll put a pin in it. But guys, I cannot get over this monolith to Randy Savage. So like, <laughs> as we as we go about our lives, right, we do yeah. things and we make choices in the hopes of someday building something that we can call stable, right? Yeah. Maybe not a I, legacy, but like, you know, a house, a home, there's a this career. Beautiful quote from Hamilton. It's just like, what is legacy but planting the seeds in a garden you'll never get to witness? And I'm just yeah. like, that's that's beautiful. It's so profound. And Randy Savage has done exactly that. Yeah. I mean, you you don't get to you don't know who will live or die or tell your story, right? That's another Hamilton thing. And Randy Savage built his entire life off of being the world champion, the greatest professional wrestler that ever lived is still in the minds of many. But now he will forever, forever be immortalized as this fucking Slim Jib, pig anus, 
processed meat shill for the rest of his days. He is, he, it might as well be an urn on top of the gas station shelf with Slim Jim sticking out of it. He is there for eternity. And that is the most mortifying thing I could think of. Postmortem. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he, he passed, he died, uh, maybe 10 years ago. It was quite a while ago, but, um, yeah, he died a long time ago, and now there's another campaign still with his uh, image. Literally 10 years ago, in May of 2010, or 2011, there, sorry. There we go. See, a whole decade, and yet he's still shilling this meat product. It just, it blows my mind the ways that the 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 person, the human, Randy Mario Poffo, which is his legal government name, which is very funny, he will never see how It's like how Bruno how Mars' real name is Peter. Like, it just doesn't feel right. No, it's so sad. Like, it's just, <laughs> it, it just strips the illusion, you know? I, too, would go by Bruno Mars. I, yeah, I would have to, honestly. Did he officially change it, or is that just, like, a stage name? I think name it's a stage name. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Peter Hernandez, I think, is his name. Oh, right. I remember that, because I remember there being, like, a big thing when it turned out he was Hispanic. It's like, is that a big deal? Like... Like, because he was doing a Michael Jackson thing, and I think people oh, thought it was yeah. like weird, you know. But it's like, mm -hmm. does it matter? But yeah, uh, I mean, it, it sounds like you didn't really know much about Randy Savage, right? I mean, what's your experience I, with the guy? I knew enough about Mr. Savage. My my dad was just big into wrestling. He was mainly a Hulk Hogan fan, so that was a lot of my cringe. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know so little about wrestling. I know some names. I know some moves. I know some lines. I know some moments. Um, my favorite, though, is the Iron Sheik. Mm, yeah, he's he's unhinged. <laughs> Just for his Twitter presence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be motivational. Yeah. Oh, um, God. I'm trying to see, like, what's the most recent thing he's said. Um, oh, here's a good tweet from 15 hours ago. Reach out and break somebody's neck. Yeah, he's 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 uh, he's off the deep end. Yeah. The Iron Sheik like came into prominence, I think, on Twitter like when it first started, and it only yeah. got bigger and bigger. <laughs> like, look at this tweet. It says, "Inspire me, you dumb son of a bitch." Just, <laughs> like that's I want to. I want to do exactly that. All caps, by the way. Yeah, all caps. All the time, at all points. Yeah. It's uh it, yeah so I I just I I still think about this this model that's up in the gas station just it's like a sphinx you know what I mean like uh, mm -hmm. a, it's just you are forever doomed to the top of that forever meant to shill a product that in all actuality he probably never consumed right that just yeah. blows my mind dude I can't stop like let's say that you know one day we're both think, old, we both pass and then you're shilling I don't know Soylent right yeah you have a box for Soylent okay. Could have been any other product, but okay. Could have been anybody. By the yeah. way, this week's sponsor. <laughs> if only. Imagine. Yeah. I oh. think who's the next to fall in line in this domino of postmortem depression or uh, marketing? Sorry, not depression. Um, oh, dude. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah. I was leaning in the camp of like um, the Old Spice guys. The Old Spice guys. Which ones? Um, well, there's Terry Crews and the other one. Oh, I see what you're saying. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. Okay. I was going like old people uh, mm -hmm. specifically, but no, yeah. It, Terry Crews will forever be the old Spice guy, I think. Although he has been... There's uh, a, there's a other shows guys. a lot now. Dude, we've talked about this before. What is Shaq going to do? Because Shaq has endorsed like... <laughs> Everything? Yeah. Dude, what if they make a CGI Shaq and he interacts with the general and he just lives on forever? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> with the age of technology just out of grasp right now, I feel like once people associate Terry Crews with Old Spice and when he is no longer with us, it becomes so much easier yeah. to just use him, use his likeness. Yeah. I always wonder what the, what the call on that is morally. Because if you want to talk about Star Wars, right? Carrie Fisher. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. I think episode nine was supposed to be... I think it was like Han Solo's movie was seven, Luke's was eight, and then Carrie Fisher had nine all to herself. And yeah. uh, 
And she's, you know, the actress of Leia in Star Wars, the original trilogy, and then comes back in nine. And she died. I can't remember if it was at during eight or before eight came out or after eight. But either way, they had to use a lot of CGI to make her in the movie. And I know that they had her daughter be a stand in for her. And her daughter, I've seen her in a lot of things. I cannot remember her name because her last, I think it's Billy Fisher. I don't remember. Uh, hold on, let me see. Carrie Fisher, daughter. Uh, Billy, Billy Lord. Lord. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she is in Star Wars and she has the little Leia buns as tribute, which is nice. But yeah, I don't know. I just always wonder what the calling is. Like, did you have to go to the estate for these rights or do people lose those <laughs> when they yeah. die? Because I'm sure some characters are like a characters. I mean, like real ass people are protected like Michael Jackson. Right. Oh, but God, yeah. Because, you know, they release a full documentary after he died called Michael Jackson. This is it. And then they have a whole show in Vegas dedicated to with gift shop and everything. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sure the money goes to his family. Yeah, of course. And I'm sure they get a cut, but it's just like, how much agency does the family have in this? Like, do what if, what if, I'm sure they like it. I'm sure they think it honors his legacy, blah, blah, blah. But what if they did not like this? Do they have any agency over this? I don't know. It all comes down to the American legal system. Who owns the rights to Michael Jackson gyrating on stage? Because like... Ah. Different people own the rights to the music, right? But what about the likeness? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you know, there are tons of Elvis impersonators. It's not like they're all paying cuts to Elvis, <laughs> which would be insane if they were. Yeah. Yeah, but, I I, th I think it's okay with Michael Jackson because at least he's doing what he loved, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he loved to perform. He was a performer. And it's like, that's different than like Shaq, who was a b-ball player and like was an analysis guy but like what if he's still the icy hot guy once he died yeah. you know you got to still yeah. be in your element i think well i'm kind of like pivoting here because i just sure. don't know what the 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 questionable uh morality is regarding these celebrities because that's yeah. that's what they are like they are larger than life human beings culturally speaking and I just don't know how valuable that presence is afterwards. Cause it's like, let's talk about copyright laws, right? Like once you can't protect something with copyright forever, unless you're Disney. Right. Sure. And then you just make another movie and then you, you get to yeah. keep it. Or like quite literally change how copyright or change law works. American copyright law. Yeah. Yeah. You can also do that. But yeah. for people who aren't a multi-billion dollar conglomerate, what what do you do? Like, if I want to make a something... Like, I can make some shit up, right? I can... Sure. Let's say I am the Don Draper of 7-Eleven. And I want to throw... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that. I'll give it up. I like it. You are the Don Draper yeah, of 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah. As soon as that came out, I was like, much more of a powerful sentence than I could have ever anticipated. It was an icy drink. <laughs> You could consume with a syrup. <laughs> you could slurp it up. That's a terrible Don Draper impression. It was oh, an awful funny. pitch as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when it, let's say I'm the Don Draper of 7 Eleven. <laughs> I'd love From to. the hit show Mad Guys. <laughs> and I, I, I'm sorry, I lost my. Okay, now I found it. Found it. Um, well, let's say I want to include like Shakespeare's likeness into a commercial. <laughs> what is yeah. so hard to understand here? Yeah. Are you now, with me? Yeah. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Like, you could, you could, I mean, you've got to be or not to, and like they have like a let's get two taquitos I, or hot dogs for two bucks. Yeah. yeah I can see. Yeah. It. I have Shakespeare in a 7 Eleven very casually saying to be or not to be poor and. <laughs> I actually don't know how to pivot off that one. But <laughs> let's say Shakespeare is eating two, two hot not dogs, two, two big bites, hot dogs, and he and that's the commercial. I'm Don Draper in the Seven Eleven board meeting, and I'm pitching two keto, taquitos, yeah. two taquitos, two keto, or not it. two keto, two keto Tuesday. Like it's like <laughs> you know, I'm they pitching would love this. It. 
and it works. And we don't have to pay anything to Shakespeare because mentally he's in the same copyright cycle as Mickey Mouse should be. He's just an established icon sure. that we we know as nothing more but a fictional character. Yeah. Um, that's not true for Randy Savage, but we're leaning towards that same direction. Yeah. And I have to just ask, like, a lot of these points seem scattered, I know, but give me a second, I'll tie it all home. But if I was the Don Draper of, let's say, Burger King now, and I want to say we're doing this commercial where our spokesperson is Kanye West. It's not Kanye West. It's a lookalike for Kanye West. We're saying it's <laughs> Kanye West. We can't do that. Because clearly, if it's Shakespeare, they know it's not actually Shakespeare. Sure. But Kanye West, as you know, a celebrity larger than life in the same likes of Michael Jackson, Randy Savage, but he's very much so alive and very much so has lawyers. Yeah. I I think the person has to be dead. Uh-huh. And but how dead? It's super dead, bro. Yeah. Like Shakespeare is ultra dead. Oh, Shakespeare's ultra dead, but Randy Savage is moderately dead, I would say. Yeah, 10 years. He's, yeah, he's there's still skin on the bones there. I don't think he's like fully sorry about that image. Uh he's still yeah, chilling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I yeah, he's still not quite I I feel like he probably signed a really awful deal when he was younger and on top of the world. Yeah. And it's like Slim Jim owns your likeness in perpetuity. And it's I like, mean, good honestly, Lord. that kind of circumnavigates the entire conversation we're having. Sure. Whereas if you just sign the rights away, then whatever. Yeah, but Shakespeare didn't sign shit. It's just no, nobody. No, you're nobody, right. Like, I feel like Shakespeare, if you are a descendant of Shakespeare, please write into the show because I feel like people, would you even know? Like, if your last name <sighs> was Shakespeare, I would just assume it was an accident, you know? Or someone legally changed their name to be a smart ass. Right. To get it back in the fluctuation. The fluctu <laughs> Put it back into the gene there. pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Because I think of like Elvis. Like the Elvis impersonators are not getting paid. He's a good middle ground. Yeah. 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 I think Elvis is what? He died in like the 60s, I want to say. I think so. Let's uh, hypothetically speaking, it was 1977. Wow. That's later than I thought. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of artists who were photographed in black and white are, they died much sooner than you expected because you just yeah. think like black and white means uh, long, long ago. Sure. Because we talked about that with um, how they have pictures of like Martin Luther King Jr. in textbooks in black and white despite being right. taken in color to make it feel like it was longer ago than it actually was. Think about Albert Einstein died in 1955. That's so shocking to me. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it like it he was way earlier. <laughs> Einstein was involved in World War II. That's nuts. Jesus. I think people just have no perception on yeah. the the world. Like, I, 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 I keep blowing my own mind. Like, okay, let's say 20 years is a generation, right? Uh -huh. Every 20 years is, is a generation. We are only the 100th generation of people on Earth. Isn't that insane? There were only, well, not not on Earth. Since I'm stupid, since since AD, since, since yeah, zero AD, since uh -huh. the time of Christ, <laughs> that would be funny. Since the time of Christ, if you had 100 grandmas, right, 100 sure. grandmas deep, she was friends with Jesus. Isn't that insane? It it is. It's not a lot of grandmas when you put it in series. It's oh my not god, that sorry. Many. Little voice in my ear saying that Shakespeare's 14th great niece was baptized in 2014. I understand. <gasps> I okay, no, no, no. I want to reel back. Why why do I care that she was baptized? Why why is that a part of the fun <laughs> fact? <laughs> why isn't it not just that his 14th great niece is still alive? Why I'm why? glad she's saved. I'm glad she's saved. God bless. You know, yeah. but she's saved in the eyes of the Lord, which is yeah. the important thing. Oh, dude. Oh, it was yeah. at the church where he's buried. Does not answer my question. <laughs> well, kind of. Like, they still have the sense of heritage, right? Like, they still understand their roots and their background. 
I'm. She's got to be getting paid. Well, how do you get paid for Shakespeare stuff? Actually? Yeah, I don't think she does. I think that's all free domain. <laughs> I think yeah. we could just sit here and recite Hamlet if we really want to. <laughs> well, actually, you would know, right? Because you did. You did that. You did uh, Romeo I, and Juliet, I, right? I did a live production of Romeo and Juliet with. It was all improv, though. That was the cat. Yeah. And it was a little bit of a disaster, but in the video, it edited out to be a little nice because. Outside of all those scenes, there were like two minutes of awkward silence of everyone going like, I have to say what? <laughs> um, so how we made that work was uh, we had Joe, my roommate, best friend, and he was an English major. So he knows Shakespeare pretty well and hates Shakespeare. And he wrote like flashcards. He gave every character in every scene one flashcard with one line of direction. And like, here's an objective list of what you have to do. And we didn't know what everyone else had to do. So it was a lot of just kind of hope. I leave now, right? No one else needs anything from me. It's okay <laughs> if I go. It was a disaster. It's on my YouTube channel of Alpharad. It's It was a trip. It was a lot. I would talk about this longer, but I have been like, ah, don't forget about this topic. Don't forget about this topic. I got to go back. I want to talk about Jesus Christ. Sure. Happy to um, do it. Let's ignore religion for a second, right? I'll try. Let's just talk about history. And let's, I believe that no matter what your religious affiliation is, Jesus was a real person. Sure. You, you think he was just a really cool guy? No. no. I think he was bored and 33 years old and a carpenter and a virgin and just wanted to party. <laughs> he was just chilling in the house. No TV. Look, he no, was, no, no, yeah. no entertainment. And he's just he like, was, you know what? I'm God now. He was a carpenter who's practiced magic tricks alone in his hut. <laughs> like, he discovered this insane trick. Like, you know, I can walk on water. So can Chris Angel. He's like, yeah. I can uh, turn water into wine. And I'm like, so can street magicians in New Orleans. Like, <laughs> this is Dude. just a guy who was very well rehearsed in his craft. And said, no one talks to me. I got zero bitches. I'm coming out to the great world and saying, I am the son of God. And of course, like you have the whole lineage of like Mary and Joseph and all that, you know. Sure. And Mary, I think he really fed into what his mom said of like, babe, I I was impregnated by our Lord. Which, I'm sorry. He <laughs> fell for it. He lost. Yeah. Good trick. Yeah. If Jesus the, Jesus was not the first magician, she was. No. And Joseph was the first documented cuck. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> and we all yeah. know his name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Poor guy. Well, it's the most popular name now, right? So, like, I guess he won in the end. It's a popular boy's <laughs> name. But it's I, I just think it's so funny that, like, if, okay, let's really put this in a perspective, right? You, yeah. the viewer, you're in a relationship. Also, in this dynamic, you're probably male. And you come home to your wife or long-term girlfriend or something, and she says, babe, I'm pregnant, and it's not yours. What do you think happened? Well, especially, like, you're living in huts. Like, yeah. this isn't the age of information. You're dumb. You 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 only but, know maybe 15 people to total. say it can't happen again, right? <laughs> so... Imagine having the person you claim to love tell you that this is God's baby inside of me and I'm still a virgin. And Joseph goes, yeah, okay. Joseph just sounds like he was trying really hard. Like he just wants to fish for God's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Joseph just wanted to go out, make his money, come home and go to sleep. I just want to say... Shit. No one was a believer in Christ like Joseph was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're doing this, huh? I'm the Dude, if I'm Joseph and my wife tells me that she's impregnated. Of Christ? Yeah. 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 And, and she tells me that she is impregnated with the son of God and he comes out and he's normal. I'm like, son of a bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> but then he starts turning water into wine and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I was right. <laughs> My little magic son. Let's go, my magic yeah. boy. So I think I think uh, Mary definitely planted the seeds for Jesus to be like, I'm a magic little lad. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jesus. 
I was imagining him in a little sailor outfit with a lollipop. I imagine a little pinwheel hat. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, you know, Comedy Central funded a show called Little Bush. Remember that? Dude, yes. Yeah. We I think we can fund Little Christ. Oh, I'm I feel like you can't. I feel like you can't. Not in America. Not now. Oh, is it offensive? Sure. But like people, I mm, I feel like you could in the early. It's not sacrilege. It's just talking about little magic boy. Sure. I mean, okay. Okay. I I guess I, okay. I I would love to, I think you should, but Uh I would love the idea of like, it's, it's little magic Jesus, but it's all just tricks and like sleights of hand. And he gets yeah. away with it every time. And like th- those are the plots of the episode on Nickelodeon. Like <laughs> that would be perfect. Just real Hanna-Barbera style animation. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I never I really consider. I hope Satan's a prominent character too. Oh, he would. Oh, he always gets foiled. He's Dick Dastardly. Yeah. Oh, I hate that son of Christ. <laughs> He's a little swiper. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's swiper from Dora. Just always trying to <laughs> sin. And influence others. I I never really realized how potent the image of Jesus as the first magician is. Because, I like, muttered those good. words and I felt like I was breaking new ground. Yeah, yeah. It genuinely feels... <laughs> I don't think this has ever been done before. That's good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a skit idea. That's a TV show pilot. That's a novel. That's a that's honestly a Christian magician handbook. <laughs> I think even the devout Christians can all agree that Jesus was pretty crafty. Yeah, he was a, he was a he was a trickster for sure. He could do so many things. But instead, what he decided to do was just walk on water like he could he could heal the blind, but he could also turn fish into bread isn't that what he did something yeah. like that <laughs> also i just want to say healing the blind is just as simple as having someone who's in on it yeah i never even thought of that bro oh that's yeah. prestige <laughs> yeah. he got me he got me yeah imagine you just bring someone up on stage who claims to be blind and now they're seeing and you're like magic <laughs> so yeah strange water and a wine is a classic right he cured it- sickness and then I want to say some of his miracles were just catching fish. <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal back then, bro. You got to eat a lot of fish for a whole town. Jesus was the first master this is, fisherman. This is a piece of scripture from Luke, okay? Um, when they had done so, he caught such a large number of fish that his nets began to break. Okay, flex. Um, mm-hmm. And then fast forward. When Simon and Peter's or Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, "Go away from me, Lord! I am a sinful man." For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish Jesus had taken. <laughs> like, what is miraculous about this? He's just really good with a net, dude. That's okay. Amazing. I got Oh, that's. I'm good. sorry. I got a list of all of his miracles, and I'm just getting tight from Christianity.com. Number five: <laughs> Jesus cured Peter's mother-in-law's. Fever. Uh, well, uh, uh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm like trying to think of the out there and I can't. What's the out here? Okay. 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 Actually, number eight, this one is a miracle. Jesus raised a widow's son from the dead. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a, a magic big trick. jump. I'll give it up for that one. I, again, just have somebody that's in on it. The mom yeah. and the son are just, they're actors. You you gotta assume that like let's say this is a TV show right you're constantly upping yourself from one episode <laughs> to the next and I can't believe like today I caught fish tomorrow I'll cure fever tomorrow we bring back the dead holy shit dude <laughs> this sounds this is like he's like Mr Beast he's just gotta come up with a new video every time he's the first YouTube prankster yeah he is he stilled the storm he cured two demons all right that's Oh, wow. Demons. I'm not going to look into that one. He cured a paralyzed man. Also, someone in on it. And then raised another from the dead. We've seen it before. And then, yeah, it's just a lot of curing at this point. Apparently, he uh, cured a lot of leprosy, too, which is like, that actually seems more impressive than, like, 
the blind because you could just lie about being blind. You could lie yeah. about being dead. But leprosy's hard. Yeah, fake. you can't lie about. Well, can you? Because like people don't see leprosy. Like now, you don't who see it in the moment. It? Who yeah. witnessed this? Is this word of mouth? Did Jesus diagnose the leprosy and heal it? <laughs> That's called vertical integration, right there. The first doctor, <laughs> magician, YouTuber, son of God, son of God. <laughs> This is the, now, by far the most sacrilegious episode of the podcast. And yeah. it will, we will beat that one day. That's yeah, we're, we're still early on. We've got a whole year of episodes. It's only going to get worse. But I really like this miracle of Jesus loosened the tongue of a man who could not speak. I d loosened it? Yeah. Is that like, what does that mean? Why couldn't, again, very easy to fake. You just have a guy who just pretends not to talk. You don't even and, have to see him for a long time. He could be no. he could be from like three miles away. He could that's a whole different universe. He could just speak a different language. Also, <laughs> this really goes back into what you were saying a second ago. Jesus fed at least five thousand people. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Which uh I just want <laughs> That's a big uh, wedding. Yeah, there's a channel called uh, Beast Philanthropy, if you're aware of it, which is Mr. Beast Philanthropy channel. <laughs> and 19 hours ago, uploaded a video called I Fed 10,000 People for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm not saying it's a contest or anything. <laughs> but statistically speaking, there is a clear winner here. What a fucking flex, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beat his ass. <laughs> That's good. If you really want to look at the miracles Mr. Beast has performed next to Jesus, you are going to be very disappointed. Yeah, honestly, if I was Mr. Beast, <laughs> after I hit like a billion dollars or whatever, I'm going to slowly and subtly pivot into miracles yeah. and just see if, if anybody notices. If I'm Mr. Beast, next step, I catch a lot of fish. <laughs> <laughs> you catch a lot of fish. You teach a mute man how to talk. You cure Perform the blind. Perform an exorcism and then resurrect someone's son from the dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. It only needs to go up. Holy shit, that's good. Oh, my God. I agree that Jesus was right on the money with the kid, though. Like, if you bring back an adult from the dead, uh, who cares? Sure. You know, he it probably lived a, a good life. But the child, I remember there's a whole John Mulaney bit because uh, uh, he was saying like a tot. Like yeah, <laughs> in the New York Times eyes, it's the best thing you can ever be. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and man, it's worth noting Jesus wasn't even the first one to claim performing resurrection. No, but he was the best at it. Everybody he was else the did best it. at it. Yeah, he yeah. probably he had he had again. It's like the prestige. He was the good one. Like he's yeah. the uh, he's the Christian Bale in that. Or wait, no, who was the other? Oh good my one? god, Christian Bale was the bad one. He was the other. Oh, one. oh, I thought you were saying the Christian religious oh, version no. <laughs> of I was picturing Bane from Batman instead of Bale. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess Jesus is like if Bane Kinda was religious. Kind of the Christian Bane. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't I trust you. You know, I appreciate I like you going with a, me on that. Such a I wild that. accusation. I'm like, he, he probably has a motive for this. I'll nod my head in agreement. I, I appreciate you going with me on that because that that would have been a wild pivot. But no, I just I it goes back to what we were talking about. Where like I wonder if like so Jesus gets crucified on the cross. Let's say that happens right mm -hmm. exactly as it's detailed. Does he? If he is just a guy, he never knows about any of this. He's just no. a dude a that magician. now he's just a great magician from the year zero who now yeah. everybody knows worldwide. So I'm not trying to slander any religion by any means, but it's more of like a hypothetical. Like, let's play pretend and say right. this was just history. How do we explain it without religion? <laughs> and it's the answer is hysterical. It's a history theory. That's what we're yeah. doing. That's our new yeah. YouTube. Uh, at Miracle 31, Jesus caused a tree to wither. I don't uh, think everyone knew that's what trees did back then. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just winter. <laughs> it's, oh my god what happened to that? that tree's brown bro what the heck and okay someone says uh this is scripture from matthew uh how did the fig tree wither jesus replied truly if i tell you you have faith and do not doubt not only can you do what was done to the fig tree but also you can uh, whatever he's pretty much just saying 
Trust. True. Trust me. <laughs> true. 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 <laughs> and then you gotta miracle, believe me. Miracle 32, Jesus restored the ear of a high priest servant. And that was the last miracle he got to perform. So I don't know what <laughs> went wrong there. Because the 33rd one, he rose from the dead. He was too powerful. That's what it was. Oh. He, he was just that last one was too strong. Took too oh much of his power. God, I did not know this. I thought Jesus rising from the dead was the last miracle he ever performed. He did one more? He did one more. What'd he do? He caught more fish. Let's go! <laughs> He's coming out of the tomb just like, yeah. I'm hungry, bro. <laughs> I need me some cod. That's insane. Just, just like a guy, right? Getting up yeah. on, a, on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> walking out of his cave. That was like... <laughs> Holy I, I shit. mean, I think the, the second coming of Christ told to me as someone who grew up in a very Southern Baptist home, went to Sunday school and all that, whole nine yards, it was kind of pictured like Jesus rose from the tomb, stuck his arms out and rose to the heavens as if it was like a sci-fi tractor beam. <laughs> that was Honestly, religion to me. If he did that, then yeah, I would believe. I mean, but, I, if, okay. If I he's think pulling he did it that do that. Way. He just had to catch some fish first. <laughs> and I read the scripture that he's referring to, and it, it just, just Jesus looks at them. This is uh, from, taken from John twenty-one, and oh. says, "Friends, haven't you any fish?" "No," they answered. Jesus said, "Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some." When they did, um. They were unable to haul the net in because of the large numbers of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved to Peter said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord. He wrapped his, yeah, it's, it's pretty much just, Jesus didn't even catch the fish. He just said, have you tried the right side of the boat? <laughs> Try the other, bro, just cast your line further. Yo, <laughs> it is the, God is good. I knew you were the son of God. I knew it. <laughs> This just proves it. He just sounds he like a really nice misses. guy. He never misses. <laughs> that guy's good. He hits every time. He just sounds like a really cool guy. Everybody yeah. loved this guy. My Jesus definitely wears a backwards hat. <laughs> so what did he even... So I actually never realized this. So I know he got crucified, rose yeah. from the tomb. How did he die the second time? What happened? Uh, th well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I never thought... He I never realized. Died. I thought, um, yeah, I just thought he like rose to the heavens with the, so, to be the son of God. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were saying the fish come up in a tractor beam. Like that's how he's no, catching no, them. No. But no, he just got abducted. Oh, that idea is hilarious. But I thought that's what, like, I was going to say, if he got abducted, if he was abducting the fish like a tractor beam, mm -hmm. then then, yeah. then that's, that's beautiful. Going from my religious background, uh, Christians don't believe that Jesus died a second time. He really, I think it was oh, really? 40 days. Let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah. 40 days after his resurrection, Jesus left earth by being taken up body and soul to heaven to rejoin God, the father, which is okay. called ascension. And sure. it was witnessed by Jesus, 11 remaining apostles. So like, I feel like the biggest Let's say you want to debunk Christianity as a whole. You'd probably find Jesus's body. Sure. You would have to. Yeah. I think because like that's a big claim in the Bible to yeah. say he's gone. He ascended and 11 <laughs> people witnessed it. Is there any way? This is probably the dumbest question I've ever asked on the show. Yeah. Is there any way to know if it's him? Like, let's say 500 years from now, we're digging in the desert. Yeah. That we find a skeleton that we know is Jesus's. Does I the mean, world implode? I, I think a lot of the world does. I, I wonder, I, I, I mean, I have no idea how do we identify it. I mean, I guess we can identify dinosaurs and shit, which are much longer ago than Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think, no, I don't know. Because we didn't even have like anything set up like social security back then. No, I yeah. and we didn't have forensics, you know, we no. don't know Jesus's dental records. So apparently signs of Jesus's return include wickedness, war and turmoil. Well, come on. That's 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 all the time. What are you yeah. talking about? What? 
I feel like they just said that back then because like they had such a small planet. You only knew maybe 20 people total mm-hmm. instead of uh in, instead of like the whole world and so like if people are fighting within your village I think people yeah. were way too quick yeah. to call something a war back then. Yeah. You could have, have a ever, war over goats. Have you ever read the Bible? I tried. I, yeah, I genuinely tried. Yeah, well I I got I stopped after the first part. It was like and X beget Y and Y beget Z and Z oh, beget A. It was hear me like, out. Yeah. The the sounds whack, but like you you need a guide to read the Bible. Like Genesis is such a it's like how people made one pace for one piece to just cut out the filler and make it more appealing. Sure. Uh, you need the same thing with the Bible. I do not think you should start at Genesis. I think it's just it's too exposition heavy. Yeah, but you need the whole story. You're gonna miss some yeah, like foreshadowing can, and background elements. You can you know? jump around a lot in the Bible. Like whenever I read the Bible, it was completely out of order. <laughs> I wonder. It, it, oh God, I'm imagining like announcing on Twitter that you're reading the Bible. No Hashtag spoilers, no spoilers. Please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers, bro. Wait till you see what happens to Job. <laughs> the Job art go crazy. I think I like Abraham a lot. He was the guy that had to kill his son, right? Is that yeah, the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. as a joke, though. Yeah. <laughs> God was <And> like, nah. <laughs> you I don't think have Revelations to do that. is crazy. What happens in that one? Re- the book of Revelations is like the epilogue to the Bible. And it's written as if, like, because, you know, you know, the whole thing about Christianity is that God will be back, the rapture and all that, right? And revelations just kind of foreshadows that and it's saying like with this incredibly vague line of dialogue when the sixth candle of seven is lit and you know just stuff like that it's like what does this mean sure it's just this entire insane and cryptic speak and it's so growing up very religious it was like every time something happened that could even loosely be compared to this people yeah. were like the rapture is happening no why yeah, god is good yep. june 6 2006 you know <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff like that and people would definitely think uh something's coming back yeah here's one piece from revelations the lamb overcomes the wicked city of babylon the dragon and the and the beast then brings about a final judgment day what, what do I do with that information? Yeah, I need a guide here. I need like a walkthrough. Seven angels pour out seven bowls and each bowl brings another plague on the earth. So, you know, you get that line and you're like, COVID-19, uh-oh. Yeah, we got earthquakes. six more coming our ways. Seven angels blow seven trumpets and each trumpet blast brings a plague on the earth. Come on. Is it trumpets or, or bowls? <laughs> What's the, what do I look out for? If I see a, an angel pouring a bowl, I'm like, bro, I heard it was trumpets. That's not real. That's a hologram. I mean, you could say it's COVID. You could say it's global warming, right? Like Y2K, like you said. It's, uh, I don't know. We've been waiting for the end to happen for so long. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Remember the Mayan... Uh, the Mayan calendar oh ending in my 2012. God. Yeah, you remember all that stuff? 2012, I do. Dude. I love how the minds didn't predict the world was ending. They just forgot to finish the calendars. <laughs> that was as far as they could count. And they were like, all right, we're good. Oh, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely wish. So I don't know. I'm not saying I wish the end of the world happened because I was like 15 there. I had a lot more life of course. to go after 2012. But... I will say I wish something a little, a little something happened. You know, maybe not the end of the world, but maybe like the end of I don't know Australia. Sure, one continent just sinks into the sea, and you're like, oh I'd, fuck. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Nothing against our Australian viewers. It could have been America or North America. Could have been South America. Could have been Africa. Well, not America because we live in America, but like oh, you that's know, Russia, true. maybe Russia. Yeah, you guys can go. Yeah, my favorite continent. Yeah. <laughs> Russia might as well be a continent, bro. That shit's huge. That's fair. Russia could just... I, yeah, I think it'd be crazy if, like, sink Russia or China sink. <laughs> I know so little about world culture, you know? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? There's so much world out there, and, like, the most I know about Korea is their pop music. Yeah. And Squid Game. Sure. Well, and Parasite, right? 
They're they're making yeah. plays. They're making plays culturally. Yeah, it's just, but it's just like I go about that, and I just think about how little I know about other. I know less about other countries. You know, right? Yeah. What's Denmark up to? Yeah. Yeah. No clue. You know, if yeah. you asked me to name every country, I wouldn't have even said Denmark today. I was uh, I was playing with my wife the other day, and I was like, "Can you name ten African countries?" And she was struggling, and like, I get it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like people freeze up after like five or six. But I looked at them and next to the countries were the populations. And it's like millions of people on each yeah. one. And it's like, there's a word for that called sonder, which I don't know if you know, but it's basically like it's a realization that you have that everybody in the world, every life that, you know, ha is on this planet has the same complexity that yours does. And we're all living in the same like, because I think there's this natural instinct. It's a bit of like mm -hmm. solipsism where it's like... I was just about to bring up solipsism. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, But it's this idea that like, you know, there are so many other people and experiences and perceptions out it's there. It's not like a conscious idea. Because like, you know, right. I know more exists in the world than what I'm aware of. But solipsism is just like... Can you explain, explain it though? So um, just in case people don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's like, a view that or like a perspective that the only things that exist in the world are the things I'm aware of. Right. And it's not to say like uh, these other countries. It's to say like um, you watch a movie and you don't think about, oh, there are gaffers. There are people who do the lights on the set. There are people who like their first ADs. There are like editors on it. Like you just kind of consume it as you do. Like it can be as simple as that. And then as wide as like culturally, I'm very ignorant and yeah. but I don't think about it like that, I guess, you know? Yeah, it's it's a I think it's a natural thing, especially if you haven't had like that experience. I, I traveled mm -hmm. international internationally for the first time, like two years ago. And I went to Australia. Uh, saw our friend little Z down there. Yeah. And it's like this this person exists, whether I know he does or not. He's on the other side of the planet at all times, living and breathing and working. And all of these people in Australia are the entire world away living their lives. It's a, it's a, it's a, so like, it sounds so simple and easy, but it really is a sobering thought when your entire perspective is just the things that you can perceive and experience. Yeah. And if you want to talk about our little friend, little Z, mm -hmm. all, a fellow Zach. True, um, true. I think the thing about him is just like, I don't know what he's up to because I can't picture it. <laughs> like I riding you know, in a kangaroo pouch, yeah. Yeah, like is that what he does? I don't know. I know it's not, but I, I just think it's so interesting. Also, side note, kangaroos will fuck you the fuck up. They're so strong. They're so strong. Oh my have, god, dude. My good friend Ross immigrated from Australia, and I was like, what are the odds like a trained boxer can beat a kangaroo? And he was <laughs> like, Who gets the first hit? I'm like, oh shit! Oh god! <laughs> um, it, it it's he's like, it really just boils down to who gets the first hit because you get like one opening on a kangaroo because when they kick your chest, they like spring off of it, so they like reset right. neutral again. <laughs> Don't they like they they get up on their tail and then like yeah. spring into your and they chest? Kick. Yeah, they can like collapse your rib cage or something. Yeah, I don't ever want to fight a kangaroo. Yeah. I'm uh, the, so when I was down there in Australia, they have mm -hmm. a lot of zoos and Mal and I were walking around one of the zoos, yeah. but the zoos are like, how do I put this? The kangaroos aren't in cages. They are. Oh my God. I know. Right. There, there's just mm -hmm. like a path that walks through the kangaroo trail and they're just in the woods all around you. But at one point there were two kangaroos lazing on the trail itself, like laying on the trail. And like, I know they're docile. I know they're going to be nice, but like. My wife is pregnant. Yeah. And I had I called somebody over. I'm like, hey, uh, can you like <laughs> escort us or like offer them food? Cause I have to walk on this trail and it is uncomfortably close. It's they are terrifying. They're, they if you never saw a kangaroo in real I think about this a lot. If you never saw like a dog in real uh -huh. life and one just wandered into your house, what would you think? I, I I'd be terrified. Right? Yeah. And kangaroo is that times 10 because it's just, it's not even, it, you can't even rationalize it with your human brain. It's a biped. 
right? So it's walking like a human. Yeah, and they're like as tall as humans too. It's insane. They're nightmare creatures. They're so muscular too. Like I just looked <laughs> like up a picture. cartoonishly. Yeah, no, I just looked up a, a picture of a kangaroo and I, I find it downright comical because he looks stanced up in like a Scooby-Doo-ass pose of of how he's going to kick my ass. I can see his ribs through it and his arms. Like, I just sent you this picture if you want to look at it, Zach, because this is it's his face. He looks at me with such intent <laughs> of just murdering me and everything I stand for. There's no fear in those eyes. No. Not this, at all. What what did you search to get this? So uh kangaroo. I just typed in a kangaroo. <laughs> no, no, no. I typed in how tall are kangaroos. And uh this was the first thing that there you popped go. up. All right. So if you're listening along at home, look at this nightmare creep. He has claws, dude. His name is Roger the Buff Kangaroo. Like, oh my God. And he's, he's dead, so, so I won. Thank God. Okay. We couldn't have him on the planet anymore. <laughs> He might be one of the plagues. He came out of a bowl from an angel. Jesus Christ, dude. I, I don't. Him. I do not want to see him in the back of a dark alley. That's all I'm Look saying. Look at his lats, dude. I would rather not. He is terrifying. Oh, how does a kangaroo even get this buff? Because, like, they don't lift weights. Yeah, they just punch trees, maybe. I don't know. I just scrolled and found another picture of a kangaroo, and this dude's nuts hang low. Yeah. Like, Anyone who's just letting it all hang out and wants to fight has no business being in the same room as me. Well, like, he's I, not going to wear pants. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? Like a leaf? <laughs> oh, God, they're terrifying, dude. I want to know, can you domesticate a kangaroo? Probably not, right? I don't... Like if you I'm neuter gonna, it? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and just say no. Probably not, right? Yeah. I feel like it would be trying to like, some people have owned monkeys and then mm -hmm. at some point the monkey just is like, fuck this and kills them. Like, yeah, kangaroos are probably like that. Kangaroos have ever been domesticated. I, I, I think about raccoons a lot. I've talked about how much I like raccoons. You can own a raccoon in 16 states. Wait, really? Oh, have I not talked about this on the podcast? No, I didn't know that. I, have we talked? To, raccoons are my favorite animal. Oh, my God. I love raccoons. They're my favorite animal. No, are you kidding? Are you serious? I am so serious. Oh I my watch God. so much Holy raccoon shit. content no online. I love raccoons. What's your second favorite animal? No way we go two for two. Okay, my second favorite animal? I don't yeah. know. I don't think I feel okay. anywhere near as passionately. It might just be something boring like cats. I love pigs. So, oh, okay. not a big pig fan, gotta say. I love pigs, bro. They're so cute. All right, but we both like raccoons. Good raccoon. Okay, I just want to shout someone out of a YouTube channel I found called the Raccoon Whisperer. <laughs> Do raccoons need that? This is just an old dude who sits on his balcony on like his porch, not balcony, his porch, and he just feeds raccoons. And I think like. I went back to oldest content to see where it all began because he yeah. has like three raccoons coming up to his porch and he's feeding them treats. Fast forward 10 years, every raccoon is massive because this dude is feeding them just whole ass hot dogs. And there's like 30 plus of them. Like word spread to the raccoons that this is the house. Dude, I'm looking at them. This is oh, the, yeah. the, the one from November 3rd, 2020. He uploads They're daily, by the way. I just want to say. What? Yeah, he uploads daily. And he puts out a new raccoon video. It's every night. He goes out and feeds them. And he has two cats of his own who just like, they get to live inside. The, the raccoons live outdoors. But I, I just want to say, these raccoons got it made. And I, I consume this content constantly. That, the first night I found this channel, I spent about five hours just deep diving through it all. I can't believe th this is the best thing I've ever... They're so big, dude. They're all massive. Of them. The biggest one is named Big Ben. How do you tell them apart? That's what I said. Yeah. I feel like there's no discernible traits here. Like raccoons all look pretty similar, I think. I'm looking at them and I can't really tell by their markings or anything. Their tails are so small because they're so fat. Yeah, they're so fat. Now uh, now go to his channel and click like view oldest content and then look at how small they are. Let me see. Date oldest. Uh, Rascal's birthday party, January yeah. 2012. Are these the same raccoons? They're no. tiny. They're tiny. These can't be the same ones. I mean, there might not be the exact same ones, but you know. 
They're so much smaller. They started as small and they got giant. Because I think raccoons typically live like not that long due to just like how scary the outdoors are. But I think domesticated raccoons can live like upwards of 15 years. Really? Yeah. Hold it's on. just that they have it rough made out like outside from either starvation or disease or just being hunted or sure. like as prey. Yeah. So uh, raccoons, uh, they're mischievous little guys. You definitely got to like childproof your home to have one. But right, yeah. my end goal for like my career is like my for content. I just want to make art <laughs> I'm proud of. I want to make bank so I can retire young. And then after all that said and done, I'm getting a house in a random state that allows me to have a raccoon. Dude, I, I literally just looked it up. I can't have one in Maryland. Can you can't have, have one, one in California? In California. No! no! I mean, I'm not, I didn't want to live in California for the rest of my life anyways. <laughs> this, this is a career move for me. I, But my home state of Oklahoma and Texas both allow raccoons. So it's Sick. like, I, I don't know if I ever want to move back there, but it's comforting to know that I can't always go back to the place I call home. You've always got a have home. A raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Holy shit. I got to my dream, what I've always wanted. So I, I love pigs along with yeah. raccoons. And like every time I say I love, I want to own a pig, but it never gets bigger than like a medium sized dog. You know what I mean? Like a Labrador. Yeah. The problem is that that doesn't exist. Like, no, pot belly pigs exist. And everybody says teacup pigs, but they they literally only get big. There's no pig that doesn't get huge. So you have your raccoon pet. I'm going to have a pig pet. And All we're right, going to retire in, in Tennessee <laughs> and live out the rest of our days with I, our I little see, animal buddies. What is it? I think about not just raccoons, but like I love my cats. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But when they were tiny little kittens, they were adorable. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I could have a little kitten forever. It's impossible. But, you know. Yeah, there, there's, I think, 16 total states you can own a domesticated raccoon. And you can't 16? just pick them out from the wilderness. You got to, like, um, you got to go to, like, a someone who has domesticated them. Because otherwise, they will ruin your entire house. And probably you. Well, yeah. I would imagine. They have human hands. That's, like, the freakiest thing. Oh, Yeah, God. they have thumbs. And I love raccoons because... Whenever they reach out to grab something, yeah. they don't like position their bodies to like slightly reach out. They have to fully extend their arms to they grab anything. It. Yeah. What awesome little guys. I love them so much. I they're like little little sneaky cats, but big fat ones and like yeah. bears. And if you go to the raccoon whisperers uh any YouTube video, yeah. Uh if you look in like the description, uh, he's very serious about how trademarked his the name <laughs> Raccoon Whisperer is. And I think that's hysterical. Protected under trademark law and is owned, operated by James Blackwood. All caps now. It is strictly prohibited to film or upload any video of Raccoon Whisperer. He wants a, a show on TLC. And I think he deserves it. I'll give it up. Yeah, Somebody I mean, he's this dedicated dude. to it. He uploads daily. But this is his life's work. And... Yeah. Hey, if we're coming to the end now, uh, we will always remember James Blackwood as the guy who had a lot of raccoons. Oh my God, what are the raccoons going to do when James Blackwood dies? I don't know. That's one of those things where, like, you always hear the story of like the son inheriting the family business. You have to do something because those raccoons are screwed now. Yeah, they are depending on James Blackwood. Oh, that's sad. I hope James Blackwood lives a long and fruitful life. Forever. Yeah. If there's justice in this world. Oh my god, he has his own website. Oh, he has merch, by the way. <gasps> oh, this this looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> this he has is a terrible. pillow. I like the pillow. Let me see. Oh, yeah, the pillow's pretty good. And the scrunchie, I guess. Uh, Coffee mug, socks. It's all Christmas now. <laughs> Jim and his furry friends. Good Lord. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's, let's, let's try to retrace our steps here. Why? Um, talk, yeah, we don't have to this time. We could, <laughs> this time we could be like, you know what? You guys listen to it again. <laughs> I, I, I actually think that this episode was pretty simple. Uh, yeah, it definitely so spiraled towards the end, but we were pretty razor focused on Randy Savage for and most. And then Jesus. Jesus consumed, like, I would say half the episode. As he so often does. Praise him. Yeah. So it was like Randy Savage into this 
morality topic on like celebrities after death into Jesus for 30 whole minutes. <laughs> and then, and then what? I think raccoons I think that, came up somehow. Yeah. And then animals came up. Kangaroos. Then, yep. Kangaroos are scary as shit. Yep. That's what and we talked about revelations before that. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. We covered all our bases guys. Thank you for tuning in again. How do we get here? Another uh, hair-raising episode, let's say. And another episode where we don't have any social media. Dude, yeah, I've had so many people ask me about that. Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not our fault. It's Twitter's for banning our account. Maybe maybe next episode we'll have any social media accounts. And if not, then definitely by the next one. Definitely for sure, for sure. But let's talk about the next episode. What are we talking about? Um, that's a good, good question. I have it I open. I have it open. We can cut this. All right, this. I was we opening up. No, 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 it's fine. Okay, Let okay, it roll. Okay. Let it roll. Well, no, we're not perfect. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. It right if you here. have it pulled up, <laughs> sir, just feel free to let me know what it says. You got it. Uh, right here, up next episode, which is sort of adjacent to what we talked about before, but it's very different. I think you'll see why. This is the primordial etiquette of costumed Disney characters. And this is a Jacob original because uh, this is one that you told me about that I thought was fascinating. Has to do with Minnie Mouse and uh, how she behaves in front I'll of her so, husband. So honest, I think I forgot this entire topic. So when you said I made it up, I was shocked. No, but don't worry. Don't, I remember it explicitly. I, gotcha. I I love it. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it next episode. I'm very excited. All right, well, I'll see you then. See you then. How Do We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gallen, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is composed and performed by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer slash audio producer is Justin Asher. 